What up, geeks? And welcome back to Fantastic Geeks. I'm Brizzy Voices. And I'm Tessa Netting, and let's get geeky. Today we are reading some Gryffindor secrets where dwell the brave at heart. Do Gryffindors even have secrets? I mean, they're just like, <laughs> ah, I'll tell you everything. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I feel like it would be hard for a Gryffindor to keep a secret <laughs> because it's hard for me to keep some secrets. Sometimes I feel like my inner Gryffindor can come out and be like, but I just want to scream it from the rooftops <laughs> and tell the world. So, you know, but it's because they want to like either support if it's a good thing or they want to help out if it's like they want to clear the tension. <laughs> You know, yeah. it makes sense to me that a Gryffindor would be like, let's not do secrets. Let's figure this out. Or let's like, but yeah. some have some. <laughs> We're going to read them. We'll see Yay. what they are. Curious what your confessions are. Yay. But first, let's check out some Ravenclaw riddles. I have a of questions of the week. This first one is a voice message on Anchor from Chloe. If you haven't already, you know you can go on to our Anchor website, link in the description, or on the Anchor app, look up Fantastic Geeks, and leave us a voice message to respond to on the pod. Here's Chloe. Hello. I have one request from your Hufflepuff friend, me. Could you, well, can you sing the entirety of Harry Potter in 99 seconds without having to look up a reference? Because I know I can, but I mean, I can't really send it because the max length of this is one minute. And it's 99 seconds. So, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, amazing. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) So, I was like, oh, we're recording this like over video chat we can't do this at the same time so i think the best way to do that this is like going back and forth basically line by line oh which is harder because (laughs) a lot of this song in my brain is like muscle memory and not like actual brain memory so going like line by line might be really hard uh yeah i don't i feel like you definitely know this better than me because you did like an actual video uh doing like a cover of it no, Definitely. I did it. Yes, you did. Oh no, that was for the princesses. Oh. Princess. Oh yeah, yeah. Af- after ever after. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> um, so then I don't have an excuse. Dang. I was like, oh well, <laughs> you did a video, so you know this way better. Now I have no excuse. Um, yeah, let's try. <laughs> I'll start, and then you'll have the line that can rhyme. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There once was a boy named Harry, destined to be a star. His parents were killed by Voldemort, who gave him a lightning scar. Harry went to Hogwarts, he met Ron and Hermione's parents said that he should be a Gryffindor. No, 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 no. (laughs) Harry goes to Hogwarts, he meets Ron and Hermione. McGonagall requires you play for Gryffindor. Oh. Uh... Draco is a daddy's boy. Quirrell is now unemployed. The Sorcerer's Stone stone was (laughs) given by Dumbledore. Sorcerer's Stone is destroyed by Dumbledore. Destroyed by Dumbledore. Ron breaks his wand. Now Ginny's gone and Harry's in mortal danger. Uh, Ginormous secret chamber. (laughs) (laughs) I know the second part. Harry blows up at Marge. 
the Dementors come and take charge. Lupin is a wolf, and now the prisoner is at large. They use time travel, so they can't save the prisoner of Azkaban, who uh, secretly is Harry's godfather. I didn't really... Just so happens to be Harry's godfather. I don't really get it either. Uh, <laughs> no idea. Harry gets put in the Triwizard Tournament <laughs> with dragons and mermaids. Oh no! Uh, something gets slayed. Who gets slayed? Edward Tessa. Cullen. There you go. Edward Cullen gets slayed. He's, He's done. Back. back. He's back. Harry. Harry. It's getting scary. Voldemort's back and now he's a revolutionary Harry Dumbledore, Dumbledore, Dumbledore. Why is he ignoring your cha- constant, constant attempts, attempts to contact, contact him? Uh, <laughs> he is forced to flee the school. Umbridge arrives, Draco's a tool. <laughs> Kids break into the ministry. <laughs> Sirius Black is dead as can be. Oh. Uh, what's the next tune? <laughs> what's the next? Split your soul. soul. Seven parts of a whole. <laughs> the Horcruxes is Dumbledore's end. <laughs> there once was a boy named Harry who constantly conquered death. But in one final duel between good and bad, he may take, take his, his final breath. breath. Hey, we got through it. Wow, thank God you were there. <laughs> Definitely would not have. <laughs> I just couldn't even remember the tunes. There was nothing there. <laughs> but there are definitely some iconic parts because I definitely remembered certain parts of it. Very, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Okay, next we have an email from fantasticgeekspod at gmail.com. Another Ravenclaw riddle. This one says, hi, Tessa and Brizzy. This may take a tizzy bit because I have a couple questions. My first is a little personal, so you don't have to answer it at all, but I've been wondering how you two met. You seem to have such a good friendship, and and I've been wondering how it started. My second question is kind of, not really, hypothetical. Say you were sitting innocently outside at school lunch and some jerky muggle boys threw a half-eaten apple at you. Tell me, how would each Hogwarts house react to this? I love your podcast and anything to do with Harry Potter, Marvel, Star Wars, Hamilton, Rick Riordan's books, and Shrek. Amen. If I hear this on the pod, I will run downstairs screaming to tell my unenthusiastic family members. (laughs) What? P.S. The question about the apple is actually something that happened to me. Being a Gryffindor, I threw it right back at those muggles. All right. So, first question is, how do we meet, Brizzy? Um, I don't, (laughs) I, I feel this, so many people in my life, I do not remember meeting them, and I feel so bad, like, the first initial meet, I don't remember it. Um, I think it was at some like YouTube like network mm-hmm. uh, event, um, like our, our managers. Um, but I don't remember it. I think you remember that more than I do. Yeah. I... Was there ice cream? Was it one of those? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know if there was ice cream involved, but I do know it was like it was definitely a thing, a manager thing. I know because. I had just signed with those managers, so I was, like, the newbie. I didn't know anybody. I also was, like, very new to YouTube and very new to L.A., so it's, like, 
I still felt so new, and I'm like, I know nothing. I don't know anyone. So, Brizzy. When did you move to LA? Actually, no, I had already been in LA. That's a lie. What what month, year? I moved to LA in 20, mm, 2011, 2012, 2012. Yeah, t- beginning of 2012. Yes. Ah. Yeah. I moved okay. like January 2012. Like, I came to L.A. for the first time in November for, like, a month, but then I went back. So I didn't technically move here until January 2012. Um, But I don't think I got signed with a manager until later. Like, so that's what I mean. I don't think I met you. Because when did you come to L.A.? February 2014. Yeah. I feel like I met you in 2014 or 2015 even. Where is our first video together? That's my first that my first memory with mm. you is filming our uh video 7 years ago. Um wow. July 19th, 2014 is when the video went up. So like going so over to your house to film that video which was kind of like I think like a Harry Potter this or that kind of game. Mm-hmm. Um like a Harry Potter favorites or something sort of ba- like the most basic of like Harry Potter like <laughs> question game. Um, mm-hmm. that's my first memory hanging out with you, seeing you, but I, I know we didn't literally meet there, I, but I think we did that so close to when we first met. Like, yeah. I think it was very close to after like I first met you because yeah. I real like we connected over Harry Potter and I think I was like, Hey, you want to come over? This look at how much, um, <laughs> how much YouTube has changed. The title of this video that you uploaded is just. <laughs> Harry Potter W slash Brizzy Voices. <laughs> it's just Harry Potter with Brizzy Voices. That's just the whole so title. So vague. So vague. <laughs> like what? Could, that could be anything. <laughs> it could be anything. It just says Harry Potter with Brizzy Voices. Like that is it. Uh, so funny. Uh, I mean, to be fair, I also was not very skilled at YouTube back then, so I was probably just like, "This is great." Yeah, like, but so you guys can go look that up if you want to see us basically hanging out for the first time ever. <laughs> that really was, I think, the first time that we hung out like one on one. Oh, for sure. <gasps> yes, because then afterwards, I remember this. I don't think you remember this, but after we filmed that video, we went to get frozen yogurt at. Uh, yogurt land, and we like hung out and like talked, and it was a good time. And oh. I was like, "Hey, I, was like, I like this person." <laughs> Frozen yogurt. <laughs> well, I remember this because I was a little uncomfortable because it was mainly me talking at you, and but you <laughs> seemed interested. But I was like, "Oh no, what if I'm talking way too much oh, and no. she like does not like me?" So because I am just like. <laughs> Because I could not stop talking because I'm the type of person where, like, we didn't know each other that well yet. And if there's silence, I'm like, okay, must fill the silence. So I just kept speaking. And, and... I'm the kind of person that's always silent. So <laughs> if I'm with anyone that's like that, they just fill it always. <laughs> and it's good because then I have something to react to. <laughs> but that's what I mean. You seemed, like, interested. It's not like you were, yeah. like, so I'm like, okay, this is good. But then I'm just like, oh, no. Like, I was like, I basically have been talking to, like, speaking at her for 30 minutes. <laughs> but but it has progressed since then and has been wonderful. Um, so, yeah, that's how we basically first met was from a YouTube collab. Yeah. And then it just got more and more intense. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <From there. laughs> yeah. Like, 
it's weird. I don't even know like how it happened. We just kept hanging out more. Yeah, like, it was. I think it's just more and more bonding over Harry Potter. We were like, yeah, go to Harry Potter person in L. A. Yeah, and we just like found out that we're like both Ravenclaws, both Virgos, like both like we like <laughs> a lot of the same things. We're both interested in like the same similar things, and our personalities just meshed so well that I think it was just one of those things where it's like. Heck yeah, let's <laughs> hang out again. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, good times. Um, <laughs> next question. What was it? Right. Oh, the Muggle Boys. If um some Muggle Boys, I don't know why they're Muggles. I guess that's an insult. Um, so if some boys threw a half-eaten apple at each of the Hogwarts houses, how would they react? <laughs> hilarious obviously i think gryffindor exact same thing would throw it right back yeah yeah definitely 100 percent. if um, not just Slytherin... throw something else like start a whole food fight with like yes. whatever food yes. they have oh a gryffindor would 100 percent food fight it up like just oh my gosh food fight is perfect i think that's the actual <laughs> answer because it's like not only would they throw that back they would yeah. start throwing everything they'd be like Boop, yeah yeah <laughs> They would see that as an opportunity yeah. <laughs> to create a food fight. Um, I think a Slytherin, if that happened, they would take the apple, finish eating it while looking them straight in the eye. What? I think they would look them like it would be like an intimidation thing. Like, oh, you think that this was insulting? No, I'm going to eat this entire apple and stare at you while I do it. And it'd be like this super weird, intimidating type thing. I don't know if that's too weird, but that's what my brain said. <laughs> they probably wouldn't do that. They would probably just ignore it. But it, I know I feel like a Ravenclaw would ignore it and just be like, that's stupid. Like, OK, cool. Uh -huh. like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you're going to throw trash at me? Like, cool. Yeah. You know, like, I I'm not going to give you this. the you just want right. attention. I'm not going right. to give you the attention. Like, right. yeah. Right. So it's not like gonna Slytherin give is going to give them the attention. Right. So it's like, how else would they give them the attention if they're not going to throw it? Right. Like, my thought before you said that, I mean, it makes sense. But my thought before that was Slytherin would like just start talking shit about them. Like either mm. depending on how young they are, either telling a teacher or just like mm. spreading talking behind to other people about them and how they suck and like why right. and just kind of like ruin their reputation either with the authority or with like the social circle that makes sense that that w makes way more sense than mine <laughs> i think telling the teacher is like probably the most obvious it's i mean it's a very draco thing to do yeah like, that's definitely what draco would do um so i can definitely see that hufflepuff Oh, I'm sorry like you dropped your apple. <laughs> that's what I mean. I feel like Hufflepuff would be like, yeah, return the apple or just get really sad. Oh and my you God. would just be like, I feel like, yeah, a Hufflepuff would either like, if they're just out, I mean, not out of it, but if they're like, oh, here you go. Here's your apple bag. If they just like are really happy still. But if it like really hurt their feelings, I feel like their Slytherin friend would be like, that's where they would start the uh -huh. confrontation and be like, how dare you throw this apple at my Hufflepuff? Like, yeah. are you kidding me? Like, do not like, do this. Yeah, I feel like Hufflepuff would be like, what did I do wrong? Yeah. Why don't they yeah. like me? Yeah, exactly. Oh. I know. Puff babies. Too pure. Too, too pure, pure for this world. <laughs> Must protect. 
<laughs> must protect them. So I think I think that's <laughs> yeah. Just, I don't know a pretty good <laughs> response to an apple being <laughs> half-eaten apple being thrown at you. Yeah. I'm sorry that that happened to this person. That's <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> that's the worst. I mean, muggles. What they, can you do? Don't let the muggles you get do? you down. Exactly. <laughs> for sure. Okay. Let's listen to some secrets. Hi there. Right. I'm Marnie Granger, and this is my Gryffindor secret. Anyway, my Gryffindor secret is. I know this sounds like a Hufflepuff secret, but you know, of course, the Gryffindors are like the most willing to share their secret with their own voice. They have no fear of being found out. I am deathly afraid of taxidermy. I know it sounds stupid, but Hufflepuffs are not saying anything bad about Hufflepuffs. I love them so much. Hi, my name is Jamie. I'm so afraid of it. Like, and they just like put their name in the message. Like, that's not how this works. Even this isn't a secret. You tell me who you are. Truth, We're like, no. I'm afraid if I tell anonymous. them, they'll think I'm more of a Hufflepuff. <laughs> but I swear, I'm not a Hufflepuff. I'm a Gryffindor. Love you so much from Hermione. Incredible. Oh, Love incredible. that. Hermione's uh, Harry's afraid of pigeons. Hermione's afraid of taxidermy. <laughs> ah, yes. Oh Please make it canon. Let's do it immediately. <laughs> oh my god, the pigeon thing is like my favorite. Okay. <laughs> For those who don't know, Harry in Cursed Child, Harry's character is randomly afraid of pigeons and he talks about it in the show and it's so <laughs> random and hilarious that Brizzy and I immediately loved it and latched yeah. onto it and I was like this is the best okay so anyway, yeah. back to Hermione's Gryffindor secret of being deathly afraid of taxidermy yeah I love the idea of a Gryffindor having a fear and keeping that fear a secret <laughs> it's like perfect it really is because they're like, I can't tell my fears. That's a weak, like, I can't yeah. give that up. Like, I don't want to let other people know unless they're comfortable with it. It's like, if they were comfortable, then they're fine with revealing. But if it's something that, like, they don't, then they're like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> cannot, must not tell anyone, not even friends. And it's and it's also funny that uh, she doesn't want to tell him because she's like, then they're going to think I'm not a Gryffindor. Where it's like, why can't a Gryffindor be afraid of this? Yeah. Like, because it's not brave? Like, I don't know. It seems like something a Gryffindor could be afraid of. Yeah. I don't know. Taxidermy is... I don't I don't know about what my feelings are. I haven't really... Bad taxidermies are terrifying. <laughs> I, that's what... I don't... Like, I haven't really seen a lot of taxidermy in my day. So I don't <laughs> know how I feel about it because I haven't been in count... I haven't seen it in the flesh. Ha! <laughs> There's a couple different taxidermy <laughs> things in my 
dad's house, there's a fox in the entrance and there's a coyote in like the living room from these foxes who like died of natural causes mm-hmm. and then somehow my dad got access to them and got them taxidermied or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, they could be spooky like at night if you like forget that they're there, but. <laughs> I feel like that would super freak me out. I don't know. Cause I would just think that they're a person. It's like, well, not a person, like an animal, yeah. like an actual animal. Especially in the house. when the house when... is in the woods, literally. Like it's oh, in the forest. Oh, forget it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. If there was, like, a possibility for the animal to actually be oh, inside. Oh, yeah. Then my then... stepmom has this, like, wilderness camera, and, like, it's always, like, coyotes and <laughs> foxes on the camera. Oh, so they're out gosh. there. When I had this David Tennant uh, cardboard cutout, I Joe, like, had it in his apartment for the longest time, and it freaked me out so many times because I just thought it was a person, oh, like, gosh. in the corner. And I was like, ah, and then it would just be David Tennant. So I think that if I had a taxidermy thing, it would also freak me out because I would, like you said, think that it's real. Every, like, it, even though the, the David Tennant thing was there for months, it still scared me almost every time that I would walk into the room because I would just forget. Oh, my gosh. So don't think that's for me. So I understand the fear. <laughs> understandable (laughs) but that's incredible Hermione thank you for sharing thanks for sharing oh sorry didn't mean to reveal your name Hermione I mean I mean sorry Hermione sorry um (laughs) anonymous anonymous thank you for sharing Uh, anonymous Hermione Granger Here's another voice message secret. Hi, Tessa and Brizzy. Here is my Gryffindor secret. Early on in college, I was what my friends considered a virgin. And because of this, they had this annoying and ridiculous habit of excluding me from conversations about intimacy or sexuality, which really frustrated me because just because I wasn't ready to take that step or the opportunity hadn't presented itself didn't mean that I didn't have a sexuality and that I didn't want to be in those conversations. So when I got back from winter break that sophomore year, I told them that I had hooked up with one of my friends, even though I hadn't. And I kind of feel guilty about it now because we're all adults and we're still very good friends. But more so, I feel disappointed in myself because I feel like I should have stood up to them at the time and said, hey, that is a step that we all take at our own time and there should not be shame. Love you guys. Thank you for doing the podcast. Bye. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Such wow. a good secret. You should tell your friends. You should tell them now. You should just I tell know. them. Like it's one of those things where I like I know it's an old thing, but I think it would make you feel a lot better because I think it's yeah. something that they they didn't realize that it was hurting you in that way if they're like yeah. your actual friends. And it seems like they are because you're still friends with them. Like for a long time. And I think it was just like immaturity on their part. Or it was something where they thought they were helping you, but it was actually hurting you. Um, Yeah. So you should you should like bring it up to them. Be like, hey, guys, that like that one. Remember like a lot like when that happened, that wasn't true. And I said that because like I kind of felt hurt. Like I feel like it would just be like a really nice moment for all of you to sort of like because they would say like oh like we're sorry we didn't know like 
you know, I don't know if they're your real yeah, friends. Yeah, and you might just, just laugh over it. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's it's It seems like it's far enough away where, yeah. you know, it's like enough time has passed that it won't feel awkward for you to bring it up yeah. to them. I wonder, if, I wonder if they're still friends with that person they said they hooked up with. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, where's that that person <laughs> right right because I feel like whenever that person comes up is when I would be like oh yeah by the way that never happened <laughs> <laughs> right right exactly because it's like yeah did that person did you end up hooking up with them later on like are you dating right? now? was yeah. it someone that you wanted to hook up with and then you eventually did and so yeah then... I'm wondering you're fr- I mean hey this means your friends are good secret keepers that's true I I assume this means it never got back to that person, mm-hmm. you know, this untruth. And that's that's good because right. that would have been uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> yeah, true. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think of how that could have backfired. Right? Oh, yeah, risky sure. business. <laughs> risky Gryffindor secret right there. <laughs> Very risky. But, um, yeah, you should – I think you should talk about it. I don't know. I would, but – it's all up to you. All good. But thank you for sharing. That's yeah, so juicy. These Gryffindor thank ones you. are so juicy Tea. already. My goodness. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, next let's go to the email. And our first secret here says, when I was four or five, I had a huge crush on Jesse from Toy Story. Oh, my God. So did I. Okay. Lambie from Doc McStuffins <laughs> and the girl from the Polar Express. Oh, my God. These are incredible. I, I love these <laughs> options. Um, at night, I would fantasize about me crying and them hugging me to make me feel better. Oh, my gosh. Like, I relate to this one so much. Wow. I relate to this so hard because I felt like so ashamed I was in love with Turk from Tarzan that was like my first crush and I thought it like made me feel so weird and it made me feel like oh my gosh this is like I can never tell anyone about this like and like was it because she was a gorilla or because she was a girl (laughs) (laughs) I don't honestly or animated (laughs) I really don't know I I think it was because it was like an animated thing and it was like and it was weird and maybe because it also was a girl I think it was a combination of all of those things Mm -hmm. so it felt like I was like oh I can't tell anyone about this this feels weird (laughs) like weird to the because of all these layers of why it's weird (laughs) to me um but it was 100% true and it was a thing that like I still think about to this day and I'm like wow like I can't I had this weird crush like hidden thing with this animated character and that was so bizarre and weird so under understandable griffin my fellow i'm not a gryffindor but my fellow (laughs) (laughs) i understand how that is such like a weird i don't know it's such a weird thing to like realize that you have like a crush on someone or something or like no, no matter what that is even if that's like an animated character if that was like your first crush for some people it was like when you were watching like a TV show as a kid and then you felt like Mm -hmm. there's, there's just certain moments in your life where you like figure out that you like, Oh my gosh, I like, I really like this person or thing. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's like a loss. Exactly. You know, your first crush and my first crush really makes sense for (laughs) bi girls. Like (laughs) he's like very feminine man. And this like very androgynous gorilla. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, 
I also <laughs> loved Legolas. Man, he was so beautiful and pretty. Like, I know. gorgeous. So gorgeous. Oh, my go- goodness. <laughs> and I, like, for also I had a crush on, like, Frodo as well. And so then I was very, like, I was torn because I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to choose. I have to, like, choose oh my God. them. And then... They're going to they're gonna come up to you and they're going <laughs> to demand you choose. Tessa, you can't keep doing this to us. Literally, my brain. That was my brain. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to decide. It was like so much pressure. Wow. <laughs> so stupid. Two timer. <laughs> I know. It's like, sorry, I have a crush on the entire fellowship. Like, what can I say? <laughs> oh, man. Do you relate at all to the, the fantasy of, of a character comforting you when you're sad? Um... No, I never thought about that, which, but that's a very interesting um, part yeah. of that. But I, no, mine was just like, I wanted to like either like hang out with them or like be like with them or like, you know, it was, but it was never like a comfort thing. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm wondering like what in those characters, like, like was the comforting like, because I'm trying to look at all those three characters, and it's like, they're not necessarily, like, comforting characters that would, like, you know what I mean? It's not like, like, I'm trying to think of a comforting person, like, uh, Mrs. Weasley, or, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But it's like, but also, uh-huh. you wouldn't have a crush on Mrs. Weasley, so that's mm-hmm. fair. I don't know. But that's, no, I never thought about that. That's That's an interesting layer to that yeah interesting very wholesome fantasy i love it i love it so much that makes my heart so happy that's an amazing secret thank you for sharing with us all right next secret sometimes when i get angry at people i make a whole debate in my brain why they're wrong but mostly keep it in my brain Hmm. how do you feel about this brizzy um it doesn't sound very yeah yeah it do- this sounds more like a Ravenclaw <laughs> type situation. Yeah. Um, but, you know, maybe, I don't know, some Gryffindors feel differently. Yeah, sounds like a lot of self-control, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, I do, I, I'm not good with having brain conversa- conversations. You're pretty good at that, though. What do you mean, brain conversations? Like- what is this terminology? <laughs> like... Uh, like if you're mad at someone you'll like think through it and you'll like you know write it down like on a notes app thing or like text people about it or like you're not just gonna confront them or you're not just gonna like you know what I mean you're you're really you will keep it in your brain but you're not gonna I don't know act on it yeah type situation yeah Yeah. true whereas I don't know I feel like I don't act on it all the time I think it depends on the relationship for me but Joe he's the type of person where he needs to like if he if something's bothering him he needs to end that immediately in either way like he confronts it like straight on he like doesn't like to go to bed like with something unresolved he likes to resolve it Mm. immediately and I feel like some Slytherins and some Gryffindors would be like that as well so it's interesting that this person is like I'm down to keep it in my brain like does not need to be resolved I'm just gonna keep it in rather than direct confrontation 
Yeah. Interesting. It's just another layer of the Gryffindor onion. Uh-huh. I was wondering if that was going to turn into a Shrek thing. <laughs> <laughs> we have the same brain. Okay. <laughs> One brain cell. One Shrek brain cell. That's, that's it. <laughs> okay. Next secret says... When I was in grade six, I made a list of everyone in my grade and wrote down next to them the people I shipped them with. Oh, my gosh. A year later, I let a few of my friends in on it. And during the year, we had come up with 100 ships. If you can't already tell, I was a weird kid. Oh, my God. This, like, ship burn book like type situation that's happening. <laughs> Just, I mean, the burn book is just the fact that they took people from their school and they made this, uh-huh. like, intense, like, sort of list situation yeah. that they I had updated. more of a burn page Oh, compared to this. Like, I definitely found, like, years later something that I had written in, like, elementary school that was, like, a list on one side of, like, people in my class that I liked and the other ha- people that I didn't like on the <gasps> other side. It was, like, it was basically, like, a burn book, but, like, a page of, like, these people are cool, these people are not cool. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is amazing. <laughs> this is this is incredible. I love, like, this is so thought out. Actually, I think I had, had I found a letter, so in, uh, I think it was sixth grade? maybe eighth grade I can't remember in one of those grades I had to write a letter to my future self and um and I finally ended up reading that letter and finding it and in that letter I was like I like this person and this person and this person I like this person is really nice I'm friends with this person like I better still be friends with this person like it just meant so much to me (laughs) it was like so important in my brain but the funniest part was I was like I don't like this boy that sits behind me. And then I ended up dating that boy for like (gasps) two and a half years. Oh, my God. It was literally like in not enemies to lovers, but it was like (laughs) (laughs) it was definitely like a rivals where he like annoyed me so, so much. And it was just that was how he was flirting with me. And that's how it all happened. So but it was funny because in that letter, I specifically was like, I hate this person. And then. Wow. So hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But this is intense. This seems very intricate. One hundred ships. Like I'm wondering if it looks a lot. If it looks like one of those maps with the pinpoints, like, I know uh-huh. it's just like a list, but a hundred is so intense. Like, yeah, you know, how did you get it's to like that? My whole school. I know, like, exactly. Kindergarten to 12th grade. I know. And was it something that, like, were, were if your ships became canon or if, like, someone was canon, did you, like, canon? <laughs> if people were actually dating, like, would you have to be like, okay, no, this is, like, these people have to right. be Right, did you the ship list. them with someone else? Right, exactly. Yeah, did you ignore the existing couple? Right. Was it head cannons only or did you have to, like, <laughs> put real-life canon into your ship list? I'm very invested. This is interesting. Wow. That's, I mean, hey, kids, like, what are you going to do? Especially, like... When you're in school, like there's you have so much time, so this <laughs> <laughs> to do things yeah. like this. In in middle school, I definitely like shipped a couple of my friends, mm-hmm. and I think other people in the class also shipped them, and they tried 
so I think because of that, they like tried dating and it was like less than a week. It was like so fast. <laughs> right. Um, and we were just like, ah, oh, damn. Well, we were wrong. <laughs> That's so true, though. I never thought like there were pressures to date like certain people because everyone was like, ooh, this person likes you. Or if like someone came up to you and like their friend would come up and be like, hey, this person likes you. And you'd either be like, oh, <laughs> or you'd be like, go away. Or like. <laughs> Oh, I never experienced that. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so my best friend growing up, her name was Emily. I guess I could just say her name because she's never going to listen to this. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish her well. Uh, but she, growing up, she was, like, one of the prettiest girls ever. So every... Every boy had a crush on her. Yeah, Every boy sure. wanted to be. And I was the like her little friend who was like really loud. And she was like <laughs> really shy and really beautiful. And she like didn't like confrontation. And then there was me. So they would always come up to me and be like, I want to date Emily. And I'd be like, no, she doesn't want to date you. Like, get out of here. Oh, my God. Leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to be the person that was like, get out of here, you boys. Like, get out of here. So... Wow. It was a whole thing. (laughs) I had to, but then if Emily was like, oh no, I actually really want to date this guy, Tessa, can you go? Then I had to go talk to the boys. I had to go over and I'd be like, Mm -hmm. Emily wants to date this person. And then they'd be like, and then he'd, he'd be like, like, well, do you want to? And then he'd be thinking about it and be like, yes. And I'd be like, okay, well, you have to go ask her. And then he'd be like, you ask her. And I was like, no. <laughs> was wow, like, you were like the tender. <laughs> I was. I was the Hermione that was going between yeah. the two people. And I'm like, I'm not an owl. That's what I felt like saying. Yeah. But people were like, you know, afraid to like speak head on and straight across. So they... You know, they use Tinder where you can swipe right and, like, only... You don't get your feelings hurt because you only right. hear anything if someone says yes. So, like, you were the Tinder. That's me, baby. OG <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> oh, Lord. I've never used Tinder. God bless. Um, yeah, no, same. <laughs> we, we just beat it. Just beat it. Um, <laughs> all right. Next secret. Next secret. In lockdown, I got really sad and lonely and felt like I couldn't talk to anyone, so I went on this random site and tried to make friends. This dude, who said he was my age, literally told me he loved me after five minutes of talking. It was terrifying. I also... I also had said I was just looking for friends and that I was gay. I freaked out, and because he also had my email and a photo of me, I regretted it so much, and I still feel sick about it, but I have changed a lot in the past year after lots of drama happened in the summer holidays, and I know that what I did was dumb. (gasps) Oh, no. Oh, so scary. Yeah, five minutes, bro. Dude, what are you doing? Stop. <laughs> oh, the lines were so clear. I mean, I don't know. I, I understand. It's hard, especially when you're, like, lonely. You just want to, like, connect with someone, and then yeah, you give too much, and then it feels weird. But at least you have the technology to block people. To... Uh-huh. So, hopefully. The good news is you, you can't do a whole lot with a photo. <laughs> For sure. Unless, like, you're not online at all. Like, if you're online in any capacity, then, you know, people can see photos of you and you can change your email. So it's exactly he could have had more. And I would I would be more worried if he had like other 
Yeah, address or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think you're okay, but that's still scary. Yeah. I understand. I don't like when people make people feel like sometimes I'm, I just want to like shake people on the internet and be like, can you not see the clear signs that are here yeah. that you're yeah. making people uncomfortable by what you're saying? Stop. Stop it. Yeah. But some people just can't pick up on it. Yeah, brains work in all kinds of ways. At least you've learned from it. It seems like you know that what you did was, like, kind of dumb, so now you're, like, not going to do something like that. Whereas, like, some people do way, you know, there's catfish situations where, you know, people will talk online with people for for years, and then they realize that this was not a good idea and this person is not doing, you know, we're not on the same level, so you're okay. You didn't yeah, give that yeah. much information, and and now you've learned, and you won't do it again. So, all good. Okay. In lockdown, while I was homeschooling, I'd get really bored during science, so I'd just read fan fiction while I was meant to be working. Relatable. Then one day, my dad came up and said I'd been working for over an hour than I was meant to, and asked if I'd been on YouTube. And I panicked and started crying, saying that the science was too hard and it took me so long and it wasn't fair. He believed me and wrote a letter of complaint to my teacher saying that the work was causing me stress and that I didn't have to do the lesson. And I had just been reading fan fiction. (laughs) I feel really bad, but also kind of (laughs) not. Because after that, we got way less work and everybody was happy. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. That is incredible. You're like, listen, I feel bad, but this was actually great for everybody. So, I think that... That this is for the this is a very Dumbledore like this is for the greater good. Uh-huh. Like, I think like my bad deed is actually better for everybody. So is it bad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dumbledore, friend or foe? Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> uh, I honestly though lockdown. I felt so bad for all of any kid that had to be in school during that time. Yeah, like they should have just given everybody a freaking year off. Honestly, like it's. It's just like what what could you have accomplished in that situation? It's like I understand that they didn't know how long it was going to last, but you got to give these kids a break. It's not fair like for them to be trying to study or do things in that sort of environment because some people don't have a living situation where they can comfortably like <laughs> focus and be present and I don't know. I just didn't really like it, so you you probably needed a break, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I don't know. You still shouldn't lie about it, but <laughs> I, I know. I do. <laughs> uh, but I, I feel bad for kids who had to work during all of that. Yeah. <laughs> but I, it is funny how this very, how this snowballed into this entire, this whole saga. And it's funny because like. Everybody was happy. Like, did you tell everybody that it was you that, like, did this? Or is it, like, you, you're you secretly happy because you know that you were the one that did this all along. And you're like, ah, yes, that was no. me. I'm the reason. No, no, no. I don't think that's that's it at all. You I think, that I think they, they still everybody? feel bad that it was them. Well, no, she said, I feel bad. Or they, I don't know. I, f- I feel really bad, but also kind of not. So I'm saying, like, 
did you tell everybody that it was you mm. that yeah like did you tell your fellow students like hey guys that was me like I'm the one that like did that and then everyone's like yeah like I I mean I cannot imagine doing that uh <laughs> if I were them but I'm also not a Gryffindor so <laughs> I don't that's know. what I mean maybe, I cannot maybe they fathom <laughs> doing such a thing I like mean, oh yeah, weird that's... we're getting less work cool wonder why that is <laughs> i wonder why that is wink <laughs> wink wink also did you like keep reading the fan fiction after that have you <laughs> have you learned from this at all or right. just not <laughs> well they've got way more time for fan fiction now <laughs> Right. Did this like actually make things worse with the fan fiction? Like the more time did it did it like feed into that sort of thing that was making you not work even more, which can happen sometimes. Yep. I mean, sometimes it's just a really good fic. And sometimes if you get through the fic, then you can focus again. So I understand. So it might have just been a been one fic. But Brizzy is not convinced. No. <laughs> Dangerous. Dangerous snowballing can happen. <laughs> Living on the edge, Gryffindors. <laughs> okay, next secret. My secret is thus. When I was nine, I had a huge lesbian crush on one of my best friends. She later received a box of decorative, dinky plastic engagement rings. Her, one of my other friends, and I went for a walk, and she jokingly gave us each a ring. And again, jokingly, we all proposed to each other. I kept that ring... And when I lost it, I cried for the rest of the day. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Oh. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. You should take the ring from the other friend. friend. <laughs> I was like, that other friend, it doesn't mean anything to them. You should get that other ring. <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. Oh, I feel. I understand. I actually, the same, a similar situation kind of happened to me when I was a very young. Um, I had a crush on this one boy, and he gave me a ring. And, um, <laughs> and then it was like in preschool or preschool or kindergarten or something but then in like first grade like girls had like cooties or whatever and so I like went up to him on the playground and I and he said said we can't hang out anymore <laughs> like you're a girl like we can't Whoa. hang out anymore and I was like what are you talking <laughs> I was like so mad and I was like what and I was like he's like I'm playing power rangers and I was like I want to be the pink ranger he's like you can't play with us and I was like I girls are power rangers too and it was like this <laughs> whole thing like we got in this whole fight on the playground and I got so mad I had the ring and I threw it in the dirt. oh my gosh <laughs> and I like and that was one of those things where I was like uh, but then like that night I definitely cried and I was like, oh. like the ring like he's not my friend anymore yet I really liked him and he like oh. yep it was so I feel I've also cried what was over the idea behind ring. the ring was it like a pretend like engagement or was it just like you're cute here's a ring or 
It wasn't like engagement level. I never got to that point. My sister did. My sister, like little boy, like when she was a kid, like small boys. I, that sounds horrible, but like <laughs> when she was young, all these boys proposed to her. I swear, she's like, I got married again. I'm like, Kelsey, you married like ten different boys. <laughs> like what? But um, no, it was like a birthday present. So it was like, but it had like a little dried flower. It was really pretty, and I really liked it. And it was something where I like kind of liked him. So it was like a whole like sort of thing and and so it really did break my heart and it was very sad so I understand (laughs) (laughs) oh man it's it's, especially when you're a kid that it hurts so much because it's like your whole world like there's nothing else it's just that so you're just oh I I too got pretend married but I was 17 so (laughs) 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 but I wore that twisty tie ring for a solid year (laughs) oh my gosh did you lose it or no i don't know where it it is i cannot fathom throwing it away like i cannot imagine that i would do that but i i haven't seen it and i recently (sighs) went through all my stuff at my mom's and i would think that it would have been there but i don't remember seeing it so all right next secret It sounds bad, I know, but last year during lockdown, my best friend was really sad, and I didn't know how to make her feel better, so I messaged her on Pinterest. I made a different account and started talking to her. I told her that she seemed really nice and talked to her about all these geeky things that we liked. I pretended I was someone called Grace who was into Harry Potter and was a Ravenclaw and that I lived only a few hours away. Probably a bad idea, but oh well. I only did it for about two days because I felt bad, but she texted me about it on my actual number and she was so happy. I did feel kind of bad about it, but it was good to see her happy. (laughs) No! This is. This has happened on Catfish. Neve will find you. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it. Why didn't you just approach your friend as yourself? I know. Why was she like, I don't make any new friends ever. Is that maybe that's why like mm. lockdown she probably was oh, feeling like maybe I don't I can't I used to meet every I used to meet all these people all the time out in the world right. and now I don't meet anybody. Maybe that was why. That's the only reason mm. I can imagine like she would be more happy talking to this new person who's the <laughs> a copy of her real friend. <laughs> Uh, like why aren't you enough (laughs) right exactly like just talk to her about those things yourself (laughs) she'd be happy oh i'm I'm glad you stopped that's such a slippery slope and saying that you she like they lived so close it's just not no not good (laughs) like that could have messed up so bad like Oh, no. Yeah. And was she, like, sad when Grace stopped talking to her? Like, how did that end? I I mean, it only lasted two days, but, like, was she like, oh, Grace ghosted me? Right. Exactly. Was it that? And then did you have to be like, oh, I hate, we all hate Grace. (laughs) We all hate Grace. All my homies hate Grace. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, oh, yeah. We hate, Grace is the worst. Yeah, she's... uh, She's the worst. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit. Also, are people talking on Pinterest? Is this <laughs> people message? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you could have conversations on Pinterest. <laughs> Dang, this is news to me. That is so interesting. Yeah, were you talking to her in the comments? No, there must be a messaging yeah. thing on Pinterest. I just don't. I'm not big on Pinterest, so I don't know. 
but that is so interesting. <laughs> yeah, especially like geeky things. I feel like that's more of like a Twitter or a Tumblr or right. even an Instagram situation. But was like Pinterest easier for you to be like anonymous? Because on Instagram, you'd have to create like a whole profile or something. You can't just like. <laughs> but like, but what about Pinterest? Did you, you didn't make have a any boards? <laughs> Did you, you have make a, a bunch all of these really boards? Quick boards? As Grace, did you make like a Harry Potter board? Like, how <laughs> deep did this go? But I'm glad it stopped. But still, oh, oh boy, this is a very, I, this is a very Gryffindor thing. I feel though, because it's like they were trying to help their friend, but they just did it in the wrong way. Uh-huh. Where it's like <laughs> the intention was the best, but it's like the execution was wrong. Like you were so close, but just do it yourself next time, and it would have been great. <laughs> But the but you were trying to make the person happy, so I understand. It was there, the effort, the feeling. It was a good intention. Yeah. All right, last Gryffindor secret. My Gryffindor secret is that I am very jealous of Ravenclaw. Yeah, yeah, I know it sounds crazy coming from a Gryffindor, but in reality, I think most Gryffindors feel like this. It does not have to be specifically Ravenclaw, but just another house. I think. For me, I am 70% Gryffindor and 30% Ravenclaw. I went through a house crisis a while ago, but now I know I am a Gryffindor. However, sometimes my Ravenclaw comes out and I feel a bit jealous that people don't associate me with wits and cleverness. I mean, lately a lot of fans think Gryffindors are dumb and too loud. I want to be considered smart too. I love reading and I'm good in school, but because I'm a Gryffindor, people think I'm dumb. This often leads to me hating on Ravenclaw to cover up my jealousy. I often say that Ravenclaw is unnecessary because you can be smart but still be in Gryffindor like Hermione and me. Obviously, that is not true. Ravenclaws are amazing, and that is why I am jealous. Interesting. Interesting. I think that this that this has a lot of truth to it. I think a lot of Gryffindors are feeling that way lately because there's been kind of like a backlash in the fandom against Gryffindors because they're kind of they're like we're sick of Gryffindors getting all the uh, like mm-hmm. the attention and all of the you know merch and all the best things yeah. and all the blah, blah 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 and and so the other houses are like trying to say how they're also as good as Gryffindor because we the whole Harry Potter series is Gryffindor so they're like oh no we're trying to match that but because of that all the Gryffindors feel kind of bad yeah because so I I totally understand like it. But Gryffindors are, are me. Ugh. It's hard because Gryffindor is the most melting pot house, I think. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess Ravenclaw is as well. But Gryffindors, I feel like most other houses can be in Gryffindor because it's like Gryffindor. It's it's almost like Harry, Ron, and Hermione. It's like yeah. they should, they could all be in different houses, but they're in Gryffindor because they have their true, like, stuff underneath is like the Gryffindor within. Right. So I think that's like you as well. You're kind of like that too, where it's like you have this like, you know, Ravenclaw tendencies, but still like you're in your heart, you're a true Gryffindor. Like that's what you are underneath. So I think a lot of Gryffindors are like that. They see the other house traits that can be more stereotypical in a way um, with with traits that are that the house is like, whereas like, a lot of the Gryffindor stereotypes that people are latching on to lately are kind of like in a mean spirit towards Gryffindors. Whereas like, you know, Ravenclaw, it's like, oh, 
they're really they're really smart or they're really this like it's I don't know it's it's a thing where I I'm seeing it I'm seeing a lot of Gryffindors kind of be like guys Gryffindors are cool too like yeah it's not stop the hate on the Gryffindors yeah for sure I think it's less about skills or like even to some extent qualities and we've talked about this before but more about like values and Mm -hmm. really like tendencies and instincts Mm -hmm. rather than just like (laughs) what you get on a test or something Mm -hmm. literally at school or something like literally how smart you are or clever or whatever like that doesn't let them make you a Ravenclaw like Dumbledore was like the most genius wizard of mm-hmm. like a hundred years or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he'll still Gryffindor as heck. Yep. Totally. It's like, I mean, when I was growing up, I never saw myself as like a Virgo. This is kind of related in a way. I always hated that I was a Virgo because I was like, I don't, there's no Virgo in me. Like, what? This is not. But it was always there, and as I got older, I've seen those specific qualities in myself where it's like, and it was the same with Ravenclaw. Like, I thought I was in Gryffindor, and I was actually in Ravenclaw because it was it was a part of me underneath that I was, I grew into, and I, so it's like the ha- the sorting hat would have seen that in me, like what's underneath, same with you. And even if you at the time would have thought you were in Ravenclaw, just like I thought it was in Gryffindor, the sorting hat would have been like, nah, mm-hmm. what's underneath that you can't even see yourself. This is where you should be because it's better for you, like in the long, it's where yeah. your heart is. It's where your like inner, inner being mm-hmm. is, is going to, and these people are the people that you're going to connect with because you connect them with them on a deeper level. Mm. It's not just surface level connection. It's like, so technically, if you think about it, your like the people in your house should be the people that you would create one of the deepest relationships with in Hogwarts. Cause you have like this sort of inner connection before you even meet each other. Mm-hmm. So your house like, will be like your family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, but yeah, I I get the jealousy thing. I understand that. Yeah, and my just, my just dad felt the same when he got Hufflepuff. He was like sad really? that he didn't get the smart house. But <gasps> really, he's like a scientist. But mm-hmm. um, I like told him how Hufflepuff were like super big about animals and the environment and plants and how Newt's commander, this magizoologist was a Hufflepuff and he felt better. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's another thing is people just see the house from the outside where it's like, no, there's, there's these good inner parts that you're going to find. And that, mm-hmm. that's what I mean. It connects with you in a deeper level than just all the surface stuff. That's why there's so many layers. And that's why there's so many different secrets. It's not all just like, you know, the obvious Gryffindor secret. It's like there's all these different ones because there's all these different types of Gryffindors with different brains and different things. So it's it's just so interesting. But don't worry, everybody. Yeah. Everybody feels that way. And, and also it's, it's just teasing a lot of the times. Like it, it comes from a place of love. Yeah. I know s- some people are mean about it, but don't listen to the mean people. Yeah. If it's your friends, then usually they're just teasing. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. If it's a Harry Potter person, I feel like a Harry Potter person shouldn't be, like, 
that mean? I don't know. Right. I, I, I put such like I put Harry Potter people. It's when I say Harry Potter people, I mean people that like Harry Potter. I put them at such a higher level of like mm-hmm. as a human than other people, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, because of like the lessons that the story right. should have taught them. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I'm like, if you're a Harry Potter fan, then you should know that, like, then right. you're an amazing person. But you never know. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> you never know. That was fun. Thank you, Gryffindors, for your secrets. A lot of lockdown Yay. secrets. <laughs> I know. Makes sense. This is That's when the Gryffindors were most oh, contained. Yeah. They were struggling. So they were like, <laughs> they were struggling. Gryffindors were definitely struggling during lockdown. Understandable. Um, <laughs> Slytherins? We still Slytherin secrets. Hit us up with your confessions. Come on, you gotta have the juiciest ones. I, I know. know. We saved you for last because <laughs> we know that there's gonna be some tea with the Griffin or with the Slytherins. So don't let us down. That's why your hair is so big, Slytherins. It's full of <laughs> secrets. Please send us a voice message or an email. Fantasticgeekspod at gmail.com. Leave us a Slytherin secret. If you guys haven't done this yet, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. It helps other people find the podcast, and we really like reading them. So we're going to read one out right now. This one says, Hey, Tessa. Hey, Brizzy. I love this so much. I'm a 14-year-old Hufflepuff and appreciate the fact that you guys try to make the Hufflepuff hate go away. We love puffs. That's me. I wanted to... That's me saying that. Okay, anyway. I wanted to know if someone wanted to make an animated version of an episode, would you be okay with it? Not that it would come from me anytime soon. What? Oh, like animate something with our voices? Yeah. Have you ever seen that from other podcasts? No. Yeah, I've seen at least like, you know, a little kind of basic animations of like (gasps) little clips of discussions, like visualizing a situation or something. They're so fun. Please do it. Oh my gosh. I'm so honored. Oh my gosh, yes. If anyone would like to do that, that sounds incredible. Yeah. Even if someone just wants to do like a drawing, yeah. just a single drawing, <laughs> yeah. that is amazing Just one as well. still image. That would be wonderful. <laughs> but yeah, just you tell can, us which you episode. Can, like, if you have the means to like download the audio clip or whatever and put it into an animation and upload it on YouTube, go for it. You can monetize yeah, it. it. We don't care. Yes, please go for it. Go like, for just it. Send us the link. Yes, we we'd love to see it, but we share this with you. You may <laughs> take our voices and do what you make want within art. reason. <laughs> you can make art, but don't make things that will be evil. I don't know. Don't use. We're giving you use power. Okay. With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> so <laughs> use it for good, please. Thank you. Uh, okay. Save this stuff. <laughs> and please don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Fantastic Geeks and join the Facebook group. Email us fantasticgeekspod at gmail.com with some Ravenclaw riddles or some Slytherin secrets. And leave a voice message on Anchor. And I think that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this Gryffindor Secrets episode. You are a fantastic Goodbye. Goodbye.